Well, welcome. What I want to be talking about this week is to get really clear on who you are within your dynamic to make the most amount of wealth that you can actually make as a couple. And uh, when I had been coaching for about six years, I had discovered that um, certainly working with a lot of the couples was that there was one person that tended to have more drive and more uh, vision for what it was that they wanted to achieve in general, you know, as opposed to, um, you know, trying to imagine that all couples are perfectly balanced in what it is that they're wanting to achieve. And I was introduced uh, to a new coach that had just come into the Australian market called Roger Hamilton. And I'd received a phone call from um, Paul Dunn, who originally brought coaching into Australia through Results Foundation and uh, I'd never met Paul before but he um, just mentioned that um, he had heard of me and he was running a, a breakfast just for 30 people um, to introduce me to this gentleman and his concepts of wealth dynamics and certainly when I went there I was very skeptical um, being having a background as a psychologist I've done so much profiling and understood that people can go down a path of profiling and actually think that the profile defines them as opposed to just simply describes them and so having invested a lot of time and, and energy into understanding profile I probably moved away from that model um, to really understand individuals and working you know a success plan with each individual cycle of an entrepreneur and so that's how I kind of my mindset was when I met this gentleman just so you know that it wasn't certainly something that I thought oh yes um, I'm all about profiling but what impressed me the most with this gentleman was the clarity with which he described how um, every individual on the planet has a natural frequency and that really resonated with me because you know you meet people and you naturally can feel their energy when they walk into a room and you know that frequency had really fascinated me uh, in sales and working in sales teams and I'd been using that um, with the disc profiling trying to turn people's behavioral um, energies into frequencies and explaining how teams need a multiple level of frequencies to be able to develop a business and the frequency that he would talk about was um, you know similar to the seasons and so when we first um, have a new idea or a creative idea it's a very intuitive idea and therefore um, more like the spring energy and you meet these people all of the time especially um, at the moment in Australia and New Zealand there's huge amounts of creative potential lots of people creating huge amounts of um, new ideas and projects and so the creators are very much about intuitive energy and being able to work out for um, whatever project that's uh, downloading to them um, how that could best give value within society and so you know when we're when we're talking about our creators we're talking about people like Richard Branson and Bill Gates and understanding that um, you know for them to have made their money the huge amounts of impact they've been able to have in contribution uh, to the planet they have been natural to their own frequency which is that creator but they certainly weren't the best people to necessarily get those projects to completion because we all need a team of people and so in the wealth dynamic we move from that real spring energy into the you know moving towards summer to uh, more of a blaze type energy which then um, brings in our star profiles 
And the star profiles are those people that are very good in sales, fa fabulous with, uh, with um, communicating with people and aligning with what people's top values are, um, to be able to brand themselves and their businesses to be able to create huge amounts of attraction. So if you think of Oprah Winfrey, um, she is a great example of somebody who's created a brand. Now she could have an author on there such as Eckhart Tolle and he um, isn't necessarily that great in terms of um, you know, creating the attraction in, in speaking words, um, but he writes incredible information and books and does DVD series for a very niched market. If Oprah then endorses his book, how many more books get sold? And so by creating a brand, what she's been able to do is offer her contribution within the food chain of business. And you know, for Oprah, um, she has a supporter, Gail, her best friend, who works with her to be able to get her magazine O, you know, published and um, and certainly get through um, her life. Or you know, you think of Jack Welch, someone who is a supporter that doesn't necessarily start the business, certainly hasn't had the idea or the sales or the branding of the business but really comes in as more like the CEO or the general manager to ensure that all the processes and people are following the systems. And, uh, and those people can get profit share within those companies and hold them together from the people aspect. And that is where they shine. So, you know, your supporters are very important. So as we start seeing as a couple, as we're moving around, um, you know, we're sort of at three o'clock now, we move down to, you know, four o'clock, which is um, what we would call a deal maker. And the deal maker energy, we're starting to move from intuitive, which is at the top, down to more sensory, which is the more tangible aspects of doing business. So these people tend to meet the creators and think, oh, your head's in the clouds and you know, you haven't got any traction. How are you ever going to get that moving? When will you ever actually achieve what it is that you um, are thinking that you're going to achieve? And so if you think of a character like Donald Trump, He's a deal maker. In fact, um, you know, it's very challenging to do a real estate deal in New York and him not make a cut from that. And so deal makers are definitely connectors, putting the star profiles in, um, you know, on the map and then being able to um, be in touch with the next profiles to be able to maximise the profit margin for those people. Um, so if you think of the colonel that worked for Elvis Presley, was a deal maker and he cut all of the deals. Now I think the, the Presley um, Foundation last year made $70 million and um, certainly Elvis Presley hasn't been composing for a very, very long time. And so deal makers are able to secure wealth um, through ongoing rights, um, connecting people through book deals, starting to really magnify the brand and be able to um, solidify the wealth. And so then our next one as we go through would be traders. Now the trader is right at six o'clock, the most sensory of all the profiles. Now, um, you know, I lived with a, with a trader when I was 21 years old. He was a merchant banker, had been a barrister, two occupations that require huge amounts of sensory, um, you know, gut intuition, I guess, you know, that real knowledge base. Um, but more importantly, more about timing when to get in the market, when to get out of the market, when to say something, when not to say something. So, you know, trader energy is, um, is very rare in Australia and New Zealand at the moment. And um, so absolute asset to have on your team. 
Then you've got the accumulators. Now the accumulator, like a Warren Buffett, um, are more, um, in terms of the market, they wait, buy and hold. Okay, so accumulators accumulate. Uh, they don't want to be flashy. They don't need um, to um, always be coming up with the ideas. In fact, they wait until a good idea has almost gone out of season, purchase that and hold on to it until it comes back into season. And so, you know, certainly with the accumulators um, being able to start the completion cycle. So we've gone from more the extroverted or the outbound to the inbound sales and the introverted. And so we start to realise that as we move through that autumn energy into the winter energy, we start to get a feeling or a frequency of steel. And so as we um, meet these people, you can tell they're more about the business end of things. They're certainly not about magnifying who they are, they're about multiplying their results. And so every person needs to start working with these combinations to, for completion within their businesses, within their, and, and understanding as a couple where you are within these frequencies added for me a huge amount of light um, to get some clarity as to where Kent and I's strength were, but also where we needed to pair up, you know, within our team to be able to get some completion. So um, we go from, um, you know, up to nine o'clock, which is the Lord energy. So from accumulator up to Lord. Now, if you think of the Lords, uh, John Paul Getty, um, you know, they like to own the assets, but not necessarily have to invest in the assets with their own money, they just make a margin in between. So if you think of a landlord who might own a commercial building that they have um, purchased, done some slight renovations, got it re-evaluated from the bank and then charge out the rental income, they're making the ongoing income from that commercial building. So the style of um, leadership when it comes to that steel energy, as I said, is more about the multiplying factor and then we move up to the final one um, that we're talking more like 10 o'clock is the mechanic. Now, the classic mechanic that we know of on the planet was Ray Kroc, who uh, certainly didn't buy a burger um, business. He saw an opportunity for an incredible system and to be able to duplicate that system all around the, all around the world. And so as a mechanic, um, being able to see you know, the completion cycle of what is possible and, uh, and go in and, and complete for those businesses. And so when we start to understand as a couple where we sit, we get um, some very um, different types of dynamics within couples. I've certainly seen a lot of couples that are the same wealth dynamic marry which is, you know, traditionally with profiling, complete opposites normally attract. With the wealth dynamic, however, frequency, um, it's very common. We have a lot of couples that are both creators, both mechanics, um, star supporters. They both might be um, traders or accumulators. And so their strategy is very clear as to what they are great at and what they are going to stick to. However, we do get couples that are complete opposites. And, uh, and so what's really important is, I mean, you can jump on our website, you know, and complete your wealth profile and understand exactly where your, where your energy is coming from. But what it actually gives you is the question that you tend to ask. And so as we start once again up in that creator um, energy is the question's all about what. 
what is it that we need to do? What does the planet need? What is the next best idea that's going to be the million dollar idea? Now if you happen to be married to someone who's more steel energy, uh, that is that winter energy, then their natural question is how? How are you going to do it? How are you, how are you ever going to get that off the road? And so what can happen is if you have this beautiful brand new flame and the westerly wind comes in and cold as ice blows that out. Uh, it's the wrong order. So if as a couple you're a creator or a star that's married to a lord or an accumulator or a mechanic and you're constantly being questioned as to the how, 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 it can squash that uh, entrepreneurial spirit um, that you have naturally as a leader. And you know, for me, I think that um, you know, I grew up in a large family. I have two brothers who are both lords, and so there was a great fear that you know, when they looked upon what I was doing, it was quite silly, it was quite surface, it was um, you know, it was all too happy and, and too positive and how could it ever work? One actually chose to investigate it and became one of you know, the most successful uh, coaches within the industry and one continued to watch from the sidelines not understand it and uh, still to this day has absolutely no concept of, um, of the occupation or, or what it is uh, that I'm doing. And so when you start to look at who's in your family and, um, and how they react and respond um, in different circumstances, you start to understand that through their questioning that they are who they are. So what's the right order of the questioning? Well, in actual fact, for any entrepreneur, the first question that we need to go to is right in the center of the profile is the why. And that will lift this profile to be start to become more of a pyramid where the why is at the top and then the base is the four corners. And so we start to understand that the higher the why, or the more clear the why, um, then the more solid is the dynamic of the person. And so certainly why are you on this journey? Why as a couple are you interested in getting more education to become more aligned, to become more successful? And what's in it for you? And I think that um, you know that comes back to the clarity of having a vision. Um, just as if you were going to do the jigsaw puzzle we talk about, and you don't have the end picture. How frustrating is it to do this jigsaw puzzle when without knowing does this piece even fit in this puzzle? Where is it? Is it sky? Is it sea? I don't understand. It's a piece of blue. You know, we don't know what the end picture is. You've got to as a couple, first thing about leading is to understand the why. Why are you doing it? What's going to um, your life going to be like 10 years from now? Have you got a clear picture of, of what it looks like? Um, break that back to just less than halfway for a five-year goal and two years. Where do you want to be in two years? And then you can start to see that you have eight business quarters to achieve those goals. So wow, what have we got to do in this first quarter? And the more that we're clear in terms of then asking, well, what, what is it that we want to achieve? Then it's natural, just as we spoke about last week, is to find a mentor who has already achieved this on the planet. Who has achieved this? Who is out there in the marketplace living our dream life? And when would it be possible to be able to connect with that person to ask them how they did it? So instead of going straight to the how, how are we going to do it, we need to first ask ourselves, who? Who's achieved this? When did they do it? You know, what was the time frame 
that they achieved that in? What was the timing like within their life? And you know, how could that information be applied to us as a couple? And so the questioning for me, and when I started to understand as a couple, me being a star profile and Kent being a supporter. Now when Roger spoke about this on his first day, he had a bit of a joke about a supporters. And um, he said, you know, supporters, supporters need to find a star profile and marry them. And um, you know, it was no surprise when we actually read the strengths of the supporter profile because that was everything that Kent had always been ever since I met him. And so um, because it had always felt uh, challenging in the community side of things for you know uh, a man to be more supportive in that relationship, to pick up the pieces, to ensure that the household was running well, everyone was fed and, and things were getting organized, um, you know, people from the outside could say that is you know, a role that traditionally is a female role. And yet to be able to have Kent as that supporter is the only way I've been able to achieve everything that I've wanted to achieve. Um, you know, I had been in relationship in the past and lived in that family dynamic where I'd worked with that Lord energy and it was just too brash, it was too um, toxic, it was too competitive. Um, so everything that I was doing was the wrong motivation. It was um, more of a, I want to prove to you that I'm not a failure. As opposed to, you already know that I'm a success, but how much more successful could I be? So the supporter energy is all about the people. It's all about making sure that um, the loose ends are tied up and, and things are being thought of in, an, in advance. What an asset as a star profile to have that person right there living right with me and yet at that time I had been not utilising that strength at all. In fact, if anything, I think we had drifted apart and not using our strengths in any way at all and so that's why I think for me it impressed me so much when I started to understand not just um, that we're Kate and Kent and we're on this journey but as a wealth dynamic that you know I could really turn up my energy for short periods of time to be able to create huge amounts of attraction but that it was normal that for star profiles um, you know to not finish things to not see how they can multiply because their entire frequency is around magnifying themselves and having to do it all themselves and so as soon as we were able to understand who was in our dream team who we needed within our team to take us to the next level as a couple then we appointed a general manager who was an accumulator we handed over and delegated a lot of the things um, for completion for the projects and started to gain trust again that, um, that we would actually achieve our vision. And so, you know, surround yourself with a dream team. Who are you using um, for which tasks? And just to be really, really clear on, on what their natural strengths are within holding wealth. And even if we'd gone back through our past and looked at things that we'd invested in in the past that we weren't passionate about, we tended um, to make most of our money in business and then put that money um, in other people's um, safe hands based on what their strengths are in the marketplace. So we would never have sat down and done our own share trading. You know, when I did paper trading 
um, in terms of learning for the first time, I ticked the wrong box because I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and so, you know, the, the paper trade was quite funny because it was just a game at that stage, but it showed me a great lesson, which is that my attention to detail um, perhaps isn't my strength and therefore um, those strands of, of earning that income I would always be outperformed by a natural trader. And so why would I enter that game? And he talks about that the different dynamics are like different games. And so you might love rugby, you might love cricket, you might love netball, you might love rowing. They are all completely different sports and when you get to a point where you decide that you want to really excel in one sport, then you really need to give up the other sports to focus, to get really good at that one game. That is the same as in with your wealth. What game are you going to be utilising as a couple? And as soon as Kent and I realised that you know business and building teams was our absolute strength, we could give up those other games and leverage our time to be able to utilise other people's strengths and just make as much money as we could in the business side of things, of building teams, and then use that money to leverage by um, having great a team around us who know when to invest and how to invest to get the best amount of, um, of certainty within the marketplace. And, uh, and I see so often couples, you know, one in business, one renovating properties, um, you know, they're trying to do their share trading as well and, you know, so many different fingers in so many different pies and they will make all their money based on the wealth dynamic and then lose it all trying to play in other games. And so all I would like to really encourage is that um, when you first um, hear this information, it might seem um, too much, um, but certainly for me, um, it was a journey of understanding that I could just be me, naturally, who I am, and that if I could find some mentors that were um, star profiles, that were females, that had the lifestyle that I wanted to lead, then I could start to read about them, read the books that were recommended, um, and start to follow in the footsteps of my natural frequency. And I tell you, when you read those books, it's like coming home. You realise that it is so natural, it is so second nature, it doesn't feel like hard work. And uh, you know, certainly my experience in the business coaching was that I had to be a generalist in every single part of my business. I had to master it all. Flight Centre was the same. You did all of your own, you know, small stuff. There was no leverageability within that model to make it so profitable. And so what would happen to me is I'd get headaches. Three o'clock every single day, I would have a headache. Um, I just thought that was normal. I thought that people that were trying to get ahead in life and, and were competitive, that is normal. That's what happens to them. And so as soon as I started to step into my true wealth dynamic, and follow the strengths of my profile and read about the successful people of what they did. They actually shed a lot of stuff and they just focused on three primary things. And so your wealth dynamic will tell you which are the three things you need to focus on and then you need to leverage and delegate the rest. And as soon as you do that and you step up um, to the next level, you add so much more value into the marketplace that then the money takes care of itself to leverage. And so everything that we're taught as kids, which is if you want something done, you've got to do it yourself and don't rely on others, don't trust others, 
is rubbish, absolute rubbish when you're playing at this level. As a couple, you need to find out what each other's strengths are. You need to be able to, you know, figure out how quickly you're going to be able to um, get that leverage within your life. And so, you know, next week we're going to be talking more around how to achieve that. So the first thing is, is to find out where you're starting from. Okay, so where, where are you right now? What's your understanding of your strengths? Um, for some of you, you may have already done your wealth dynamics, so this whole session will have been a refresher for you um, and a reminder to use that wealth dynamic within your family and extend that out to your parents and to your siblings and cousins and, and who do you have within your immediate family as a network that you're not yet utilising. Because if I now know that, you know, one of my brother's natural questions is how, well then once I have been to the appropriate people of what, I've used my who to connect with the when, then I can very, very quickly complete that cycle by being very specific on what I'm needing, what the research is showing and <laughs> what it is that I'm needing for completion because that's naturally the way that his brain works. So he can say, well, from my point of view, I'd be just focused on this, this and this. And so, you know, there, there comes a, a huge amount of relief and acceptance when you understand that you don't have to be all things to all people. You just really need to be confident in who you are and how you're leading um, and what is your leadership style. And, you know, it was very easy for me to sit and have that conversation with my brother after years and years to say, you know, I don't necessarily need you to tell me um, in advance what mistakes I'm making from your perspective. I just simply need you to love me and then to pick up the pieces later on if that's what needs to happen because it's my journey, you know, and I want to experience it. And so if you are a creator or a star that's married to that Lord energy, they will tend to protect everybody on the planet and try to fix things all of the time. And you know, that's, that's great, um, that's loving and very good intention, but sometimes it's smothering and it's not allowing that person to actually have that true experience of, of what the natural cycle needs to be. Just the same as, you know, you plant the crops and then you're, you're standing around saying, well, where's the profit, where's the profit? It's got to go through the cycle. It has to go through from spring to summer to autumn and then on to winter. And so very, very important to understand um, and relax into our own dynamics. Um, have mentors that are the same and opposing. Very important to build teams that complement um, your profile um, and def definitely don't shut you down and really important to be able to just master and understand that um, in order for us to gain this wisdom we need to go out and play a game. So firstly find out what game it is you need to um, play so that you can start to secure some ownership or some cash flow so that you can actually get out of the stands and down onto the pitch and start participating in the game because the most frustrating thing is for a coach is when um, clients have all these wonderful ideas but they haven't put anything into place. And so I think for each individual within a couple there's potential there, potential to grow to the next level, to be able to contribute at the next place, to be able to add more value um, so that there's a better result within the family. And I know for Kent and I um, and for our general manager that has been 
what has been true for us is that if each of us could focus on stepping up in our individual areas and working as a team, then we get into that win-win dynamic. So enjoy this week, um, really step up and understand who you are by um, completing it, um, reading it, and then we're going to be talking about leveraging that uh, next week. So have a wonderful week and uh, stay safe. Bye.